Changing a mindset, whether it's your own or someone else's, can be incredibly challenging. People are hardwired to double down on their beliefs when faced with dissonance. I don't use that word hardwired loosely. Our biology literally treats attacks on core beliefs as, as threats that need to be neutralized and releases all the appropriate hormones to deal with the situation. That's a big part of why it's so difficult to get people to budge on difficult issues. Here's the problem. Adapting our beliefs when we are given new information is necessary to maintain an accurate worldview, which in turn allows us to make the best decisions with the information we have. But that's uncomfortable. It requires growth. So we react. Our biology reacts to cognitive dissonance. We're more likely to push back against information that disagrees with our worldview because we are conditioned to fear uncomfortable things. Opening your mind can be difficult, but there are a few things that have helped me or have been scientifically proven to help others that I'd like to share. The first relates to news sources. The news we consume on a daily basis shapes our knowledge about the world. You can be doing the best you can with the information you have, but if the information is wrong, you still will be incorrect. Your views will be incorrect. You've got a problem. What I try to do is first learn about global issues from a reliable, unbiased news source. My go-to is the Associated Press. They're amazing for a first look at an issue because their articles only state facts. There's no speculation, just this is what happened. The sentences are short, clipped, not a shred of opinion anywhere. So I try to go to them for my first look at anything. Oftentimes it's my only look if there's an issue that doesn't interest me or that I just don't have the time to devote more mental energy to, I won't necessarily spend time pursuing a more nuanced understanding. But if an issue does catch my eye, then I'll move on to my next step. After I've developed a factual sense of the issue, then I might look for more uh, analytical, opinionated sources. I'm definitely someone with a very strict idea of what constitutes an analytical or opinionated source. If I catch a whiff of editorializing or extrapolating, I view the source as opinionated. Most non-opinion articles from the New York Times, for example, a pretty well-respected, um, in most circles, uh, paper, uh, I would personally classify many of their non-opinion articles as a little biased, just a little. They're not as careful with objective language as the Associated Press, and sometimes the journalist's opinion can bleed through. Um, now, I don't think there's anything wrong with opinionated sources. I think we just need to be aware when we're consuming them. And I usually try to read at least one real opinion piece, something actually labeled op-ed, not just something that I personally feel is a little opinionated, um, from each side of the argument, just to see which one best matches with the facts I've read. Also, pro tip, trust the word of experts more than the word of politicians. Politicians, by nature, have ulterior motives. Don't use them as a primary news source. Just to reiterate, I don't expect you to do this with every issue in the world. Just the important and interesting ones, and don't worry, you get to define what important and interesting is. Because another tip I have is this, don't overload yourself with news, especially not news that drags you down. Overloading yourself, especially with stories that tend to trigger lots of cognitive dissonance can really just backfire. Pay attention to your mood when you're about to consume stories. Are you calm, relaxed, 
open? Do you feel prepared to absorb difficult or complex complex information? Um, if not, then don't. Being informed is important, but so is taking care of your mental health. And if you overload yourself, you run the risk of receding even more into comfortable worldviews to escape the stress. Another tip for opening your mind is literally just being mindful of the fact that you're doing so. One of the most helpful things for me personally was just reminding myself when I had a defensive reaction to challenging information that I was making an effort to be open-minded. You know, kind of fake it till you make it. It's a old worn out saying but it works listen to other people's opinions fully without interrupting them to tell them how wrong they are let people share their full personal experiences without casting doubt on their uh, veracity it will be hard it will be really hard at first but understanding people other people's viewpoints is so critical to developing an open mindset and oftentimes if you just tell yourself you're going to do so you know that's half the battle the last tip I have is to get comfortable with not having an answer. Uh, when discussing politics, we can feel like we're in a debate and we have to have perfect comebacks to each point made. That is not true. It's much worse to make an argument of which you yourself are not convinced just to look smart or informed. You often come off the opposite. You can always say, oh, I, don't, I actually don't know enough about the issue to have an informed opinion. Can I get back to you on that? Or that's an intriguing point. I'll have to look into it more. These are not shameful things to say. They actually tend to garner a lot of respect and further validate the points you did make as having been researched and well-informed. We can't be expected to know everything about everything, and not knowing doesn't make us dumb or ignorant, just human. Now, we'll discuss the fun part, trying to get others to open their minds. The less fun part of this is that there's not that much advice I can give you. Unfortunately, if someone has their mind very firmly shut, there's really very little you can do. Over long periods of time with a lot of coaxing, a little, but for the most part, people have to be at least a bit willing to consider new ideas. For most people, what works best is multiple low-intensity discussions about a topic. Try to find some common ground. For example, we both think human life is equal regardless of race, sex, religion, etc., then make your argument. Use a calm tone if possible. Passion or anger, they do have a place, but if you're trying to get someone to open, uh, to open their mind, it will just make people more defensive. A mix of fact-based and emotional appeals tend to work best. Um, have a few reliable statistics ready to back up your point. It's always good if you know where they're from, and it's best if um, they're from a widely trusted source. Where, do you, where did you hear that? is a super common reaction to hearing statistics that, uh, challenge, that challenge someone's views. Um, it's also important that you correct straw man arguments and refrain from making them yourself. If you don't know, a straw man argument is one in which someone paints a false image of the opposing group. For example, all Democrats are socialists or all Republicans love Trump, and then proceed to make their argument Instead of against the reality, they make their argument against that false image. So make sure to correct any false assumptions and uh, to not engage in them yourself as best you can. Basically, be gentle but firm. If that defensiveness is triggered, it will just make the person recede more into their fortress of ingrained beliefs. 
Opening someone's mind is not easy or quick and requires a lot of patience, but if you're willing to engage in it, it can be extremely rewarding and extremely beneficial.